Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you today? I hope you are. I hope you're fantastic. I hope you've managed to stay healthy and safe in these weird times. Um, I don't know if you've seen the meme of um, if P- if 2020 were a pizza and there was like banana slices and sardines and there was like a fried egg on the top of it. I think it kind of it was a perfect visual of, <laughs> of 2020. As a reminder, I always want to be your career coach. So if, if you think I might be a good fit for you and you'd like to explore that further, the link to my calendar is in the show notes. And that is a one hour call with me where we go through where you're at now, where you want to be in maybe 12 months from now and what you've done, if anything, to get there. And I'm going to ask you a lot of really deep, good questions as coaches do. And I'm going to prescribe for you. And it may be that I prescribe working with me, that I think I can solve your problems. I can help you get where you want to go. And if so, I'll tell you what that looks like. So give that a try. Give it a thought. And also be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn at Lisa Edwards. Be sure to spell my first name right. Lisa, L-E-S-A. You can find me on Instagram at Lisa.Edwards. And then you can find my business page exclusive career coaching on Facebook. Today we're talking about following up after the job interview, and I want to talk about this in three distinct parts. And the first part is at the close of the interview. So the interview is concluding you are still in the interview space, whether that's a Zoom room or you're meeting in person. And there's three things that I want you to do at the close of that interview that I think are so critically important. And number one is to thank the interviewer or interviewers for their time. So make sure that you show, you know, proper respect and gratitude. Number two is to restate your interest in the position. So this is, this is assuming that you are still interested. You might say something like, I just want to restate that I am extremely interested in this position. In fact, now that I've heard more about it through this interview, I am even more interested. Now, if that is not the case... Um, I've had plenty of clients who have said it was very obvious from jump that this was not going to be the fit for them, whether it was the position or the company or they just weren't connecting with the interviewer. So I don't want you to be inauthentic about that. So skip that one if it's not true. But if it is true, you want to make sure that they know here at the end of the interview that you are super into this and you really are interested in this job. And then finally, the one that everybody forgets, is determine the next step in the hiring process. So you would simply ask them, what is the next step in the hiring process? You want to know what to expect and then think about how you can insert yourself into that. So what is what do I mean by that? Well, if they say, we're going to be interviewing candidates through the end of next week, you might say, would it be all right if I touched base with you Monday morning to see how things have shook out or something like that? So let me kind of model this for you. So you're at the end of the interview and they might say, you know, is there anything else you want to tell us? And you tell them whatever else you want to say. And then you say, I also, I just really want to thank you for this opportunity and appreciate your time today. 
after hearing what I heard today about the job and the company, I'm even more excited. So I'm really, I would be honored to work here. I'm wondering what the next step in the hiring process is. So that's at the close of the interview. The next kind of section, the next part then is immediately after the interview. And what I mean by that is within 24 hours of the interview. So if it's a, a, a morning interview or a late Uh, an early afternoon interview, I would recommend that you do this before close of business that day. If your interview went into closer to dinner time, just get it out, you know, by first thing in the morning. You're going to send thank you emails. You want to make sure that you have email addresses for everybody that was involved in the interview, everybody who was in that Zoom room with you or whatever the setup was. And you want to send little brief thank yous. I think it's a good idea in that thank you note to remind them of something that they seem to be really keen on with you. So it could sound something like, I wanted to thank you for the interview today after hearing you know, more about the company and the position. So you're going to kind of say the same thing you did in the interview. After hearing more about the company and the position, I'm even more interested in the job. It seems like my, my experience as system analyst at ABC Company has prepared me well for this job. Or it seems like my certification in would be a real benefit to your organization. So kind of think back to what did they seem to glom on to in the interview about me? What was really hot for them? And I'm going to bring it back up again. And then, you know, as per our discussion, I look forward to hearing from you by the end of next week or whatever you said you would do. So send a thank you email. You want to send any additional information that the interviewer requested. So they said, oh, hey, we need that writing sample. Or could you send us that document that you created? You want to send that. And then there may also be, this is the third one, you may get back from that interview and kind of think about, oh, you know, I, they might really benefit from seeing this document or this work that I've done. So even though we didn't talk about it, maybe we did mention it in the interview, maybe we didn't, but we didn't specifically say I was going to send it, but I think it might help. So I'm going to tag that along, right? I'm going to send that as an attachment to the inter- to the uh, thank you note, maybe, or whatever. And then finally, if you haven't already connected with the interviewer or interviewers on LinkedIn, you want to do that immediately. I, I would like to have seen that you had done that already, but maybe there was someone in the interview that you didn't, you hadn't had any contact with, didn't know who they were, didn't know they were going to be there. Then you want to connect with them on LinkedIn and you'll just write a customized note that says something like, Dear Sue, really enjoyed speaking with you today during my interview. Let's connect. So that's within 24 hours. The next phase then is at regular intervals. So I get a lot of questions from clients about what, how often should I be reaching out to companies that I've had interviews with when I don't want to bug them. Or maybe it's even, you know, I haven't had an interview, but we've been in contact and I'm hoping it gets to an interview. And how often is too often? In, in general, what I want to say about this kind of regular contact is it's usually going to be every week to every two weeks, depending on the urgency of the company to fill, what was the timeline they told you, how how high does this company rate in your list of companies that you want to work for, you know, everything kind of that you know about the company, the position, their, their situation, all of that. You want to check in with your 
primary contact. So typically there's kind of one point person. So you want to check in with him or her. And so let's say you have the interview on a Friday. I might, and they say, okay, we're going to make a decision by, you know, a week, a week from now. Then if you haven't heard anything in about a week and a half, I would reach out to them. I also like the, the strategy of sending information about the company um, or that contact when you send it. So it's not like you're sending them something that they don't already know, but it's just you acknowledging that you're really interested, right? So you could just say something in the, you know, so maybe you're sending this to Mary as your contact. And you say, Mary, just wanted to touch base to see how the process is going, let you know I'm still extremely interested in ABC Company. By the way, really loved the article in Forbes about ABC where it, you want to go into some specifics. So it's, again, it's not you saying, hey, here's this article you don't know about. It's you recognizing. It's kind of putting you in the position of a colleague, even though you haven't gotten the job yet. And then finally, and this is such an important one, you want to let them know if you've received another offer. So let's say, Mary, you know, you're moving along, you're hearing regularly from Mary, but no decision has been made. And Mary is your first, ABC company and Mary is your first choice. But you get a job offer from XYZ company. I highly recommend that you go to Mary at ABC Company and you say something like this, Mary, hi, I wanted to let you know I have received an offer from another company. It is for a similar position, um, you know, in the Atlanta area. Like what you give them enough information so she knows that you're not making it up, but not enough information that she can use that to her advantage, right? You don't want to say it's with XYZ or it's with ABC company or it's XYZ company. You don't want to give them any, don't want to tell them the salary, but you want to give her enough information that she knows you're not making it up. And I'm wondering, and then you, then you ask, so this is your email, Mary, greetings, hope you're doing well. I wanted to let you know that I just received an offer from XYZ company for a similar position. It's going to be in the Atlanta area, so I wouldn't have to relocate. So some just some little detail that that tells her again that you you're, you're not making it up. Before I accept that offer, I I would like to know where things stand with the the position at ABC. I am still very interested in it. If you could let me know this within, you know, give her the time frame, right? So you've told XYZ company, I'm going to let you know in 72 hours, maybe three days. So you need to know what ABC company is, is going to tell you within maybe 36 hours or 48 hours. You figure it out. Here's what you're not doing with ABC. So in addition to not telling her which company it is, what the salary is, any of this too specific, you're also not telling her that ABC is your first choice because that's when you lose your competitive advantage, right? If you say, I'd really rather work for ABC company, then she knows she's got you at whatever price she offers it, right? She's going to kind of relax that sense of urgency. So you just want to let her know, I'm still very interested in ABC and would love to know where things stand. Now, what's going to happen typically in that situation is Mary is going to have a very polarized response. Mary is either going to say, you should take the job or she just, she'll go dark on you. You don't hear a word. There's your answer, right? You're not in consideration at ABC. Or she's going to write back immediately and say, let me see what I can do. I'll be back in touch with you by end of business today. So she's going to have a fire lighted under her to get you because you are a top candidate and they don't want to lose you. 
I get this question a lot from from clients, and the the point that I like to kind of the 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 way that I like to look at this problem, if you will, is that ABC Company liked me enough to interview me. They were interested in me. I had something that they really wanted. I don't want to deprive ABC Company of me if they really want me. I'm giving them an opportunity to procure me even though I have another offer on the table. Because now, here's the thing, you're operating from a position of power. You have a job offer in hand, so you, you, know, you can't lose, theoretically. Assuming that you are interested in XYZ, it's a good job. But you want to give ABC a chance to, you know, pony up and, you know, get you. So you're being fair kind of to everybody in doing it this way. I hope this has helped in terms of how you follow up after a job interview, both while you're in the interview within 24 hours and then ongoing. If you get into a situation where you've gone through many of these steps and then the recruiter has ghosted you, I did an episode a few, it's a few back, it was called What to Do When a Recruiter Ghosts You. So look that up, listen to that one, and get some strategies for what to, what to do when all of a sudden you lose communication with a recruiter. So I will talk to you next week and take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.